0: Reading our Bibles regularly can be a challenge, but we're all on this journey together. We're praying that this podcast inspires you, helps you better understand God's Word, and builds your faith. This is Join the Journey with your host, Emma Dodder. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Kristen Baker, or KB.
1: Hey guys, happy to be here.
0: So glad you're here, Kristen. Would you, or should I, I should call you KB, huh?
1: You like KB? I think that's great.
0: Okay. Okay, good. Tell me a little bit about you. How'd you come to know the Lord and then fast forward what's going on in your life today?
1: Awesome. Yeah, for sure. I grew up in a Christian home, but didn't fully understand the gospel until a little bit later in life. Around middle school, I heard the gospel presented to me for the first time at summer camp. I fully realized the weight of my sin and— Just like John 3.16 tells us, For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. And going on to verse 17, For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through Him. And It was during this time that I realized the full weight of my sin and what Jesus' sacrifice, His death, burial, and resurrection meant for me. Hmm. So that was quite a few years ago now, but it's just been such a joy and such a journey getting to—no pun Mm -hmm. intended—getting to um, live out my life as a daughter of Christ, um, fully recognizing my own sin, and at the same time fully recognizing um, what Jesus has done for us. It's such a gift. And then where are you today? What's going on in your world nowadays? Yeah, so today I am on staff at Watermark Community Church, and I am on the Frontlines team. And Emma, it's been so wild. I joined Watermark about five years ago, immediately jumped into serving on the Frontlines team. Which for those
0: who don't know, what is Frontlines?
1: Frontlines is our hospitality ministry. So we do everything from greeting and ushering or hosting inside the auditorium, coffee team, welcome center, parking. A lot. Yes, a lot. And just getting to greet guests who come into the church, getting to greet new people who come into our church mm-hmm. and um, new members or members who have been here for 20 years. So it's been a blast. I love it. Well, we'll put the link in the description. If you are
0: new to Watermark and looking for a place to serve or just looking for a place to serve and you're in Dallas locally, that could be a great opportunity for you. Absolutely. So we'll, we'll drop that link in the description. And on that note, I think we just jump right into First Kings 4 our text for today, KB. So I'm going to I'm going to let you share some observations that you made as you studied this text. What observations did you make?
1: Yeah, I love that. Um, a few observations I made when going through 1 Kings 4. I think understand the context of where we're at. So in 1 Kings 3, Solomon asks the Lord for wisdom, and the Lord grants him mm-hmm. that gift of wisdom. We get to see right before chapter 4 starts just a specific scenario of how Solomon chooses to how Solomon. To exercise
0: the wisdom. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. cut yeah. the baby in half situation, it's, right?
1: It's awful. It's but crazy. we can see. Yes. <laughs> but it we, works. Yes, yes, yes. And praise God for the wisdom that he gave to Solomon. And so, um, chapter four gives us some examples of how the people in his kingdom were able to live in safety because of this gift of wisdom that Solomon received from the Lord. And so, a few specific things that stuck out to me. If we go down to verse. Verse 25, uh, verse 25. So it's 1 Kings 4, 25. During Solomon's lifetime, Judah and Israel lived in safety, everyone under their own vine and under their own fig tree. And Emma, fun fact— I, Hit me with it. I was reading this, preparing for today, and George Washington mentions this in his speech in Hamilton, and not only the that— The musical. Yes, the musical. <laughs> and not only that, we talked right before we started recording that George Washington oh, yeah. used this phrase quite often. Fifty
0: times. Through, according <laughs> According to the Mount Vernon, George Washington's home, website— <laughs> he used this phrase and you can find it referenced almost fifty times. And it's also in Micah 4 4 and Zechariah 3 10.
1: That's awesome. I loved just that imagery too, aside the fact that it's in it's in a musical that we love dearly and George Washington used it several times. Um just such a cool imagery of safety. Uh, that we get to see there and that's just through Solomon choosing to ask the Lord for that gift of wisdom and then further down in um, verse 29 and 30 these are actually our key verses for today God gave Solomon wisdom and very great insight and a breadth of understanding as measureless as the sand on the seashore Solomon's wisdom was greater than the wisdom of all the people of the east and greater than all the wisdom of Egypt just such a testament to um the wisdom that Solomon received from the Lord and uh, just getting to see it described in that way. I just love sometimes how the Bible uses descriptive words mm-hmm. to make it beautiful whenever we don't ask that or we don't need it. But I just think it's really it's really cool to see that here. And then further down in verse 34, from all nations, people came to listen to Solomon's wisdom sent by all the kings of the world who had heard of his wisdom. Mm. Also such a testament to the weight, I think maybe is the right word, of Solomon choosing to ask for this gift to govern his people well, therefore, because of the way that he chose to exercise this gift of wisdom, nations from all over the world heard about him. And just to think about, hey, how are we using our gifts in a way that um, other people are aware of them, not Mm. for our own building up or to build up our own kingdoms, but so that people will look at us and say, hey, there's something different about that person. Or, hey, maybe that person knows something that I don't, aka, hopefully, Jesus Christ in the gospel yeah like hopefully that person um is choosing to use their God-given gifts in a specific way to point back to the gospel
0: it reminds me of Matthew 5 uh the section in the Sermon on the Mount when Jesus says you are the salt of the earth
1: Mm -hmm.
0: what does salt do it adds flavor and taste Mm -hmm. to our food it's also a preservative if the salt loses its saltiness how can it be made salty again it's no good except to be thrown out and trampled by men and then he goes on You are the light of the world. A city on a hill can't be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand so that its light shines brightly throughout the whole household. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. And I I love that you draw that kind of application from this chapter, KB, because God's heart throughout the entirety of Scripture has always been that the nation's or that other people would know him. The point of Israel being set apart was that they'd live in such a way that other people would say, what's different about the Israelites? Like, like they've, they've got something special. Why why are, they, why are they like that? Why do they do these interesting practices and behaviors? They seem better, actually. Uh, and that was as hard in the Old Testament. They failed miserably. But now as new covenant believers, we have the opportunity to, to do what couldn't be done without the power of the Spirit. Yeah, it's so good. It's a a, a good challenge and an encouragement, I think, that unlike Solomon, we have the spirit living continually
1: inside of us. Yeah, praise God. Yeah, praise God for that. Any final thoughts or points of application or you feel good? Yeah, Emma, another thing that comes to mind, just hearing you say that, and we do get to choose to live differently, but not only— can we choose to? We also have the ability to live differently because of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. I also think about um, Hebrews 4, 16. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And I think that goes back to Solomon had the courage to ask the Lord for this gift. Mm-hmm. And so if there's any other gifts in your life, maybe that you're thinking through like, hey, um, I want to be a more gentle person or I want to be a more wise person. Mm-hmm. We have the freedom. We have the confidence to draw near to the throne. We have the confidence to ask the Lord for those things.
0: We do. (laughs) It's a good reminder. Thank you for being here, KB. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. The Join the Journey podcast is produced by Watermark Community Church in Dallas, Texas. You can learn more about Watermark by connecting with us on social media. Just search Watermark Church, all one word. And to read along with us, visit jointhejourney.com. And thank you guys for listening.